Views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and contributors, and not necessarily those of WFSU Public Media. What's the 411? You're tuned in to 411 Teen, a weekly program for teens, families, and other interested folks. 411 Teen provides a forum to examine and discuss various issues and events that confront, intersect, and sometimes interrupt our daily lives. I'm Dr. Liz Hollyfield. This edition of 411 Teen features Junior Achievement North Florida. Joining me via the Zoom platform, I welcome Jordan Harlow, Program Manager, Junior Achievement North Florida. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Glad to have you. Tiffany Guthrie, VP Programs and Partnerships, Junior Achievement North Florida. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having us. Andrew Harrison, Junior Achievement Advisory Board. Good afternoon, everyone. Thrilled to be here. Glad to have you. And Jordan Heron, Shark Bowl first place winner, Lincoln High School. Hey, it's great to be here. Glad to have you, too. You have a lot to share, and I can't wait to talk with you. But if you can dream it, you can do it. Young Americans believe that independent business is the key to present and future economic growth. Young minds of today will be the force for business growth and job creation in the future. Junior Achievement empowers young people to own their own business. Junior Achievement is the world's largest organization dedicated to educating students about work readiness, entrepreneurship, and financial literacy. Jordan Harlow, you are Program Manager for Junior Achievement North Florida. Would you share some of the history about Tallahassee or Junior Achievement and Junior Achievement North Florida. I guess it used to be Tallahassee Junior Achievement, and now it's Junior Achievement North Florida. Is that correct? Yeah, so um, it's always been Junior Achievement North Florida, um, and that office was founded in 1963, um, and that is located in Jacksonville. Um, mm -hmm. But Tallahassee is what we kind of call a satellite office okay. of um, Junior Achievement North Florida. So we still are part of that North Florida office, but um, I work here as a program manager in the Big Bend area to deliver programs in Leon, Gadsden, and Jefferson County. Okay. All right. Well, what population do you serve? Right. So we actually, all of our programs, um, we work with K through 12. And so the majority of our programs that we have here in Tallahassee are located in Leon and Gadsden County. And we do work with some elementary schools, but our biggest programs um, and the biggest populations we serve are in high schools um, with our JAP entrepreneurial program. So that is an entrepreneurship program with high schoolers, typically mm -hmm. 11th through 12th graders, and we do try to work um, in uh, the Title I schools here in Leon and Gadsden County. Now, is there, what is the process? I mean, if someone wants to um, participate in the Junior Achievement Program, what happens if their particular high school does not have, I guess it would be a chapter, or does not have an, a ju Junior Achievement chapter there? 
Right. Yeah. So we will connect through different classes in the high schools. It really depends on the high school needs. Um, so with some of our high schools, we'll work in their CTE programs, mm -hmm. um, which is their career and technical education programs. We'll also work through business tracks, um, but we are pretty flexible. So there is, um, we do work with Godby High School and we've been working with them for a few years now. And we actually deliver our programs through the English uh, track. So it really depends on what the educators and the administrators are looking for mm. um, in terms of where we can put our programs. Now, is there a cost to it? Do, do the students have to pay for anything? I mean, what's the? how do they become a part of Junior Achievement North Florida? Right. So they do not have to pay at all. All of our programs for K-12 are completely free of cost. And um, typically it's the educators that we are connecting with. And then we connect with students through them. So whatever educators want us in their schools or in their classes to deliver you know, specific programs, um, we'll actually have volunteers come in because all of our programs are volunteer based. Mm -hmm. And the volunteers will learn the program material and actually come in and teach it to the students. So we offer virtual. Um, we do more in person now. Um, but it's really depending on the needs of the school. Okay. Now, I'm a little confused in that if someone wants to participate and they don't have it at their school, do they connect with a school that does indeed have it, or how does that work? Um, so we actually will connect through the school they're going to. Mm -hmm. um, the way that we connect with People, like I said, is typically through educators, but I guess just um, people, you know, knowing about us in the community, meeting different students in the community. And so we can get requests from anywhere. So if a student wanted to get onto Junior Achievement North Florida and ask mm -hmm. about programs, we could go that way. It's just typically we connect with the educators first. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned that you do connect with the community. What types of connections are partnerships do you forge within the community? We actually have a community partnership school. So that is Sable Palm Elementary. Oh, okay. And we are one of their, we're their nonprofit community partners. Mm -hmm. um, and we also have schools that we've just been connecting with as well. So just partnerships with schools with administrators. And then we also have a lot of online resources for junior achievement. So um, we have JA Connect, which is an online resource that the students can go mm. straight to as an individual. And there's a lot of modules that are centered around career readiness, entrepreneurship, financial literacy. And they don't need to be um, actually partnered with a school to go into that. And then in terms of business partners, we have partnered with a lot of people in Tallahassee, um, including the Chamber um, and then we also have our advisory board, which gives us a lot of connections. Okay. Now, Jordan Heron, congratulations to you. You are the Shark Bowl first place winner. That's a big deal. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, well, thanks for coming. How long have you been um, in Junior Achievement? Actually, last year was the first year I was in junior achievement. It was my freshman year at Lincoln. Mm -hmm. And what was, what was the appeal? Why, what attracted you to it? Why did you want to become a part? Well, I was in the business class already and 
my business teacher made it sound very appealing. You know, my father, he owns his own company and I just like to follow his own in his footsteps. But I had also had this idea for peanut butter energy bites for a, a while at that point and just thought it would be a great catalyst to start something more. Yeah. So tell me about this idea, this peanut butter energy bites. Where are they? Are they are they out there? <laughs> They're amazing. We tried them. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, tell us about this peanut butter energy bite. Yeah, I call them PB and play. It's a play on the word mm -hmm. PB and J because mm -hmm. I thought of it when I was at a wrestling competition and some of the wrestling girls were complaining to the coach and just cussing at him because the coach didn't buy them Uncrustables. And they had to go and make their own peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, which are really messy. And you have to bring knives everywhere. And you don't know if some other wrestler has licked the knife. So I decided, <laughs> hey, maybe I should make something as an alternative that tastes delicious and will give people pre-competition energy. So they don't have to go and eat unhealthy snacks like foreign granola bars or unhealthy energy drinks or Messy peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> well, that sounds really great. So are they they're out there to be purchased? Are they being sold yet? I don't have a website or anything, but mm -hmm. hey, if someone wants to order some, I'll take your money. All right. Well, who would they, how would they contact you? Let's say someone hears the program and they might go, eh, I'm interested. I might, how do they get in touch with you? If someone wants to order any, my email is jordanacademics2.718 at gmail.com. Okay, that sounds good. I'm sure you'll probably be getting some um, some emails about the peanut butter. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a good thing. Um, why does working for yourself, I know, interest you in addition to I know that your father is a, a businessman, but what what is it about just business that kind of piques your interest? Um, there's so many different directions you could go. Why did you choose this one? Well, just being able to set your own hours and that your growth is only limited by your own work ethic. That's another thing mm. I can tie basically anything back to wrestling. Mm -hmm. The only prerequisite is guts. You don't need to go get some fancy degree, but you can just go grab life by the horns and completely own your business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Set your own hours. You can have as much or as little free time as you want, as long as you can work hard and work smart. Well, that those are two important things, but... What would you say to someone, a fellow student, who was possibly considering junior achievement? Eh, they're not kind of sure. Sure, They're kind of sitting on the fence, and they're, eh, they don't really know yet, but it seems interesting. You know what I'm talking about, right? That kind of person there? Eh, yeah. I would say to any of these hypothetical people, you should definitely go for it just because, hey, there's a cash prize at the end if you win. If you don't, <laughs> you've made connections and you've become a lot more knowledgeable and knowledge is worth a lot as well. Mm -hmm. But also, what do you have to lose? 
what are they what's junior achievement gonna do steal your shoes no they're really nice people oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's true that is true well i'm gonna i want to get back with you and just talk about the um shark bowl and all that was involved there it seems like that was really pretty interesting um and i know there's some uh requirements that you have to go through and what is it that, that JAB entrepreneurial program so we're going to talk about all of that this is a time where we have to get ready to take a break so I figure it's no need of me asking you a question and then going hold your thoughts hold your thoughts wait a minute <laughs> so <laughs> um, to my listening audience I'm talking with Junior Achievement North Florida we are looking at the components of being a great entrepreneur. We're going to take a brief break, but we'll get right back at you. You're tuned in to 411 Teen, a weekly program for teens and families and other interested folks. This hour, we are talking with members of Junior Achievement North Florida. Um, I just finished talking with Jordan Heron, who is the Shark Bowl first place winner. She's a student at Lincoln High School. What does it, what does working for yourself mean to the participants? And I guess I'll ask, say that and direct that question to Andrew Harrison. Have you found just what is the the impetus? Is it most of them, their parents have um, businesses? Are they just interested in becoming an entrepreneur? Are, what would you say as far as that is concerned, you, since you're on the advisory board? Sure, yeah. So, I, so, yes, I sit on the advisory board. I also am fortunate that... I am able to volunteer and deliver the Be Entrepreneurial content mm-hmm. to multiple classrooms and multiple high schools here in, in, in the Big Bend region, and I've done so for several years. So I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I have been exposed this on both sides of the table. Um, one thing that I would say that is really impressive to me when we're in the classroom and we're delivering the content to the students. And one thing that I tried to impress upon them is usually in those first couple class sessions is I talk about, look, it's great to be your own boss. There's no better Mm -hmm. thing than that because you can control your own destiny, but not everybody may want to be their own boss. Mm -hmm. But if you choose not to be your own boss, you're going to be working for someone, some organization, some kind of corporation, potentially, depending on you know what your aspirations are. But all employers are looking for employees that have an entrepreneurial mindset, that are self-starters, that can really drive their own ship, even within the confines of whatever job they're in. And so that I have found when we start talking in that mindset, mm-hmm. that it, 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 you get more kids leaning in because if you just say, if you lead off with who wants to run on their own business, well, not everyone's going to raise their hand. Right. There's always going to be a good for kids that do, 
but it's important to bridge that gap to make it where they can see the practical application of what it is that we're teaching them. Um, in my regular job, I actually work for Bank of America. Okay. So I have seen the benefits of having people co- who understand how entrepreneurialism works and how you create a business plan because those folks will come to us and look for credit to get a loan for their business or starting their, their business relationship with the bank. And there is very much a defined difference and a clear difference between the people who get it and who had some kind of experience through some source in the past versus the ones that are kind of coming in where they just have an idea, they want to start a business, mm-hmm. but haven't laid any of the groundwork of the infrastructure. And so that for me personally, whenever I'm delivering the content to the classroom, that's the tack I try to take. Okay. And I would think that you probably may appeal to that student who really has no interest in business, but maybe just listening to you is enough to go, well, let me let me check it out. I mean, I, I would think you don't that you do accept students who are particularly interested in business per se, right? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Okay. Because who knows, after they finish the program, they may be. (laughs) That's exactly right. And so for me personally, one of the greatest and just most impactful and and fulfilling moments are, so the way our process typically works, the, the entrepreneurial content is delivered one class per week for mm-hmm. a six-week period of time. On that sixth meeting, the students in the class present their business plan and their idea for their business mm. to the group as a whole. We then come together and we select a winner for that group. And then all of the winners for each class have school assembly and a representative from the school is selected. And then that school's representative comes to the Shark Bowl. But one of, the, one of the just truly just aha and amazing moments is on that sixth class period when we're sitting in there and it may be you know, first period, 7.30, people aren't super awake. They haven't been overly engaged the last five weeks. And then you have, the, you have those students come up and they pitch these ideas. And there, I can't tell you how many times that I've, listen to these presentations and I've looked over and locked eyes with the teacher of the class and our jaws dropped and we're like, my goodness, this is a million dollar idea. Mm. And you're, and you feel like, Oh wow, we, we actually threw to these guys and they see it and they recognize it. And then it just, you see the light come on and it's just so fulfilling. And that's, that's, that's really what I do. The volume that I do. Mm. Okay. Now, now, Tiffany, you are um, VP for Programs and Partnerships. Just what does that um, mean? <laughs> I might take the rest of your show. <laughs> um, part of my responsibility, I absolutely love working in the education space. So I've been with JA almost 10 years now, mm-hmm. um, and every year it just gets better. So part of my responsibility is, is overseeing the educational team. To, to meet the needs of the school districts, to have those conversations, to find out what their st- strategic plan is, 
to stay up to date with the educational state mandates, one of the things about junior achievement is that our programs do follow the state standards. And so when we meet with our school system, the teachers are welcoming, welcoming, welcoming excuse mm-hmm. me, okay. us into the classroom just to enhance that student experience and help connect their learning experience to the real world. So we st- I stay tight with the school systems. Um, I bring in partnerships from the corporate sector we also work with the nonprofit sector as well. So I do a lot of different things. Um, I also work in the in the funding side of things, um, help bring in support. We are a 501c3. So we we rely on corporate donors and grants and foundations to help do the work that we do. So I'm constantly out there meeting people, bringing them in, and also recruiting volunteers. Um, and then strategically thinking about that. How does the corporate world fit? into what JA is doing to make sure that we're also reaching the goals of their organization as well. Okay. Um, then let's look at, what is it, JAB Entrepreneurial. That's a program that I know the students have to um, participate in uh, so that they can, in turn, go to the Shark Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, yes. So what does JAB Entrepreneurial, what does that program involve? So basically, um, it's a big learning experience. The students um, go through different modules and different lesson plans, basically Mm -hmm. giving them the mindset mindset and the skills needed to start a successful business. Excuse me for interrupting. Let me me just ask you to um, tell us about the modules. What What would be an example of a module? Give us an example of that. So um, just starting out, Mm -hmm. the students participate in identifying a problem. So when you're really looking at the big picture, you know, entrepreneurship is just that, is what is happening in the community and how do we fill that need? So that first session is really talking about, let's identify the problem in your community or in your school. And as Jordan did a great job of, she overheard and Mm -hmm. saw the need for something and jumped on it and created this really awesome project, which I would love. I was also a a sports coach. I would have, what a brilliant idea. I would have Mm -hmm. given that to my girls before the games. So the first session, identify that problem. Secondly, they go into exploring the solution. So you go through a design thinking process, you know, you want to kind of define that and you want to summarize it and find the cause, which leads you into a brainstorming session. And then it's, then you make your decision. Now, what kind of prototype? Is this mm-hmm. done all by you or do you have a team of students that may be working on it? I'm, I'm just trying to get a real sure. feel for what this is. So that's why I'm asking you so many. Absolutely. So what happens is our, our curriculum lives inside of classrooms. It is made for group work. Mm-hmm. So the teachers have welcomed us in. And as Andy said, he is a huge volunteer. Um, JA is, is 90% volunteer driven. So we love those volunteers going in the classroom, and especially Andy. He's so full of life, has such expertise, I mean, really resonates with the students. So we have curriculum. We train the volunteers. So I'll use Andy. We train volunteer in the actual curriculum of the entrepreneurship. And then the students um, have lesson plans that they follow. Okay. So the volunteers going in, walking them through this process the entire time with hands-on activities. So they're really, again, learning that mindset and learning the skills necessary to Mm -hmm. create that business. So he spends the entire time with them. It depends on, you know, the bandwidth of the classroom, but you go through all these lessons. And at the end of the day, 
you are thinking through the prototype and the business plan of how they want to execute. Okay. Okay. Besides um, Jordan's example, give us an example. Let us have a feel of some of the types of, of problems or goals that students have come to um, investigate. Oh, man, I'll talk a little bit of both markets. So okay. I'm housed here in, in Jacksonville. That's where the, okay. the mothership is. We're in Jacksonville <laughs> working with Tallahassee. And some of the students we've come in contact with, which I thought was an amazing idea, was an anti-bullying app. Ah, okay. The students were having some trouble at their school with the bullying a lot of them were afraid to go to the guidance counselor or a caring adult and have that conversation. Um, and so that's where that brainstorming session came from. They're like, well, how can we do this in a way that the students feel safer? So they came up with an anti-bullying app that would connect directly with the guidance counselor inside of every high school. Um, it, I mean, just an amazing idea. And that came from not only were they being bullied in the school, but that hit home to a couple of them personally because they had been through that um, growing up through middle and high school. And so they really were passionate about providing that solution to other students. Um, we've had other ones um, talk about um, senior citizens and how we can become a solution to help them thrive and coming up with ways to engage with them. We've had um, kind of similar to Jordan, we've had some high schoolers the problem was they couldn't leave school. Um, if they were participating in after-school activities, they weren't able to leave campus because of the traffic. A, a student was actually ran over hmm. because they were trying to go get snacks and things like that. So they came up with a mobile snack cart for after-school activities. Um, these kids are just brilliant. I mean, I can go on and on mm -hmm. with, with some of the ideas that they're doing here, um, but it just... Now, how it just are, blows my mind. How are they funded? I mean, like if they have these ideas and they want to work on them, mm -hmm. where do they get the funds to do it? Does that so does that in sense? in the Big Bend area, um, that program is supported by a lot of corporate sponsors. So when okay. you start talking about the Shark Bowl and you might have other questions about that mm -hmm. later, that's part of our job as, as junior achievement staff and advisory and board of directors is our job is to go out there and find that funding okay. to be able to support the programming. So once we identify what's happening in the classroom and what the needs are, then junior achievement will help provide resources that they need. So now before they get to the Shark Bowl, they have to have completed the Be Entrepreneurial program, right? Correct. That's yes, going through these six modules. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Um, and what other modules are? I know the first one was problem solving. I'm just, again, what come, What else follows? So this one, um, it's identifying the problem. They do ex exploration. They create kind of the prototype. They test it. Um, mm -hmm. They create um, the business plan. It's kind of a, a, there's a lot of parts to it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a three in one. Um, okay. There's a lot of moving parts there, but they're basically taking them through that um, streamline, that lean thinking to get to that business plan creation. Now, are they assessed on how well they do or how does how are they evaluated or are um, they evaluated? So I'll let Andy answer that one um, okay. just because he's in the classroom. We don't have an official evaluation, if you will, um, but I know that with the hands-on um, volunteer in the classroom, I'll let Andy um, answer that one if you have some technique that you use. Okay. You're uh, in the sure, hot thank seat. You. Uh, 
so in the classrooms that I have volunteered in, typically the teachers of those respective classrooms, they are giving the students a grade for their participation over the six okay. class mm -hmm. period segment. So an internal to get the kids leaning in and participating and turning in a final product to justify the usage of their class time. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. beyond that, on that sixth day, the sixth day of the lesson, when they're doing their presentation, when they're presenting their individual business ideas and their business plans, we're looking at them for viability. And so in the creation of their business plan, as Tiffany shared with us, step one is come up with the problem you're trying to solve. So Jordan gave us the example of the problem she was trying to solve was before her wrestling meets, she needed a high energy, healthy snack to give her, you know, to replenish that energy they need to continue going forward and competing. So that is step one. On the Lean Canvas, which is, it's a one page, really condensed and simplified one page business model. There are nine different segments that we ask the, the, the students to consider. The first, mm -hmm. the first section is the problem. What's the problem trying to solve? The other sections go into, it just really, it, it, it follows the track of, as a business owner, what would you do? What's the mm -hmm. problem? What's the mm -hmm. solution? What are your costs? What are your expenses? What channels are you going to use to market your product to your potential clients? So on and so forth. And so on that last day, when the students are coming up and they're presenting their lean canvas, their simplified business plan, what we're typically doing is we're looking at how well the students have done of truly taking that idea they have and running it through all of the lessons that we've, we've provided, we, we, we've imparted to them over the previous weeks and to see how viable the idea, how viable the business is at the end of all that. Have they truly considered what it's going to cost? Mm -hmm. What are the expenses? What are their margins? Mm -hmm. Is it scalable? That type of stuff. So it's probably more of an art than a science. I think that would you you were trying to ask for like a, yeah, like a silver bullet. I don't know that we have that, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I will say that. It and as like I shared it. before, it, it's just it's very fulfilling and it really affirming for the next generation and realizing that not just in in the big bank community, but being born and raised in the big bank community, just know how great this area mm -hmm. is and how great our schools are and, and, you know, how, how, how confident we feel we're going to be in good hands as the next generation comes in and, and we pass the baton to them. And once they finish that, then the next step, I guess, if they choose, I'm not, you correct me if I'm wrong, is to go to the shark bowl. Cause I don't know what that is, but we, I tell you what, we'll talk about it after break, but, um, Next is Shark Bowl, and then there is a Shark Bowl event. I mean, we'll talk about what that involves. So just hold your thoughts, 
and we'll come back to it. You're tuned in to 411 Team. This hour, we're looking at Junior Achievement North Florida. Views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and contributors, and not necessarily those of WFSU Public Media. You're tuned in to 411 Teen, and I am talking with Junior Chief at North Florida. I mean, you all are so interesting, I'd like to join myself. I do remember <laughs> I was in Junior Achievement many years ago. But ours was not, I don't think we were as sophisticated as you all were, are now. Um, and we certainly didn't have Shark Bowl then. So tell me about Shark Bowl. What is it? Yeah, so Shark Bowl is an annual event that we do. Um, it is based on entrepreneurship skills. And like we've been discussing, um, students in Leon and Gadsden County um, will go through the JAB Entrepreneurial Rapid Business Planning Program. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like Andy said, we will have um, class finalists. And then we actually narrow down the students to um, school finalists. So it's one person from each school and they'll come to the event. It is typically at the Jim Moran building um, in downtown Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. And before the event, they will the students will actually have entrepreneurship coaching sessions where they'll refine their business pitch. And then for the event, they will actually pitch their business idea, um, total of five minutes to a panel of three judges. Okay. Jordan Heron. Share with us what your experience was like participating in the Shark Bowl. Well, the Shark Bowl competition, it was a lot of fun. When I first walked in, of course, I was really nervous, but mm -hmm. we were all taken to a room, all of the uh, competitors, and you'd think we'd kind of be mean to each other because, you know, we're competing, but everyone was super nice and supportive the coaching sessions were great. Uh, they, we just learned so much about our own businesses and how to continue in the future, mm -hmm. how to win, how to present, how to speak to people. And then when we, we being the competitors, finally went up to perform, of, of course, there's a lot of nerves going on, but it was just a showcase, accumulation of what all we've learned we presented to the panel of judges our rehearsed script with a powerpoint that went along and then the judges if they needed to would ask us some questions and it was a whole lot of fun it sounds like it you're very enthusiastic about it and talking about it I am. so it sounds like it was a lot of fun um how do you promote our sell your business what do you do? Currently, I just sort of bring my PB and play to every <laughs> jujitsu competition or wrestling competition I go to. I haven't been going ham on it, if you will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but trust me, every time I bring these to jujitsu, especially now, everyone devours them. I'll bring a full Tupperware and nothing comes up. Okay. Jordan Harlow, mm -hmm. how does 
I know we've talked about the school program. There's one thing, a couple of things I wanted to ask. Is this year-round? Do the classes rotate? Or how does that work? I mean, do you have programs going on in the summer? We typically do our programs during the school year. Okay. Um, so we will do the fall and spring semester, um, especially with JAP Entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. But we do have some programs, um, some other programs that we will do over the summer with different schools. And we've also worked in after school programs. Okay. Well, I know one of the components is work readiness. What, mm -hmm. is, what is workforce? I guess, workforce readiness. What does that consist of? What does one have to have to um, meet those necessary goals in workforce readiness? What is it? So uh, for workforce readiness, um, we have a variety of programs that are centered around that pillar. Um, and so it depends on exactly what an educator or a coordinator is looking for. But we have a lot of different options. Um, last year, we did JA Career Success, mm -hmm. which was actually um, the students were acting as if they were in an internship for a company. And so they got to learn about the different departments that they go through and different tasks and understanding an organization, reading an employee handbook and knowing all of those things. Um, this year, we will be working um, with JA Inspire. And JA Inspire is a career um, inventory program. And so it's the first section is the students actually go through the program and take a career assessment and learn about their skills and their interests. And they'll actually get like a top, I think it's three to five career clusters. Mm -hmm. And then they'll actually get to explore those. Um, and the end of it, the second part is actually a virtual or in-person career fair. So those are some examples of the programs we offer, and we do have career readiness programs um, K through 12. Okay. And I guess I pose this question to both Tiffany and Andrew. Um, from where you sit, why do businesses, and I know there's a plethora of reasons, but why do businesses, why do so many new businesses seem to fail? You know, you'll see a new restaurant up and then in six months it's gone. Or there's a new consulting and they're distributing flyers on this consulting and then you find out it's gone. And I just wonder what are some of the common problems or issues that people have when they do go into business? Andy, I'll let you tackle that from a from a BOA standpoint. Sure, happy to do so. So, Dr. Hold, I probably would lean on my personal professional mm -hmm. side more for an answer here. Oh, okay. In from a from from the financial services side of the page, and again, this is a generalization. There, there's there's so much nuance to each individual business that it, 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 it'd be very difficult to pin down what that magic recipe is there. But probably one of the commonalities for businesses that are not successful is that you will see the business owner or the person with the idea 
who has the passion and has that spark and mm-hmm. comes up with that great idea for a widget or a service that's filling a need and they concentrate their energies and their passion at the widget solely as opposed to the business acumen that's needed to support the business. Mm. Meaning, is it scalable? What type of regulatory environment am I in? What are my need? What are my needs? What should I do here? One thing I can say, and so the idea with the Be Entrepreneurial program is we're just looking to lay a very base foundation to, to let people kind of tip, dip their toes in the water of the business owner experience and what things to consider. A great thing about here in Tallahassee is that for business owners that have those ideas, those, those, the germination of an idea, that spark, there's a ton of resources here in our community that can help someone. So if Jordan wanted to go forward with her idea for her peanut butter treats, which I was fortunate, I got to taste one, sample one at the Shark Bowl, and they're delicious. We have a lot of business. We have the Domi Station here in Tallahassee, which is the business incubator and uh, educational facility where you, mm-hmm. you could, as a aspiring entrepreneur, go in there with your idea and they can help walk you through, you know, where are the blind spots? What are the needs you need to do? Florida A&M University has a fantastic program that's a small business advisory uh, resource. It's on campus at FAMU. Initially, it's free of charge. And then, of course, depending on if you want to get into other programs, more sophisticated parts, then there, there could be some fees associated with it. But we have a lot of resources in our community that mm-hmm. the folks with these ideas can go to and learn more about how do you operate a business. Mm-hmm. With the ultimate goal of once you start that business, that you can continue it in perpetuity and you don't succumb to some of the problems that other small businesses or even large businesses have had problems with in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, because I know running a business uh, really takes a sharp, I guess I would call a sharp business sense, you know, knowing how to take advantage of, of, market conditions and, like you say, developing strategies to get through the tough times and help you turn your your business into a successful business. So that's why I ask all that, because people are always starting businesses. It looks like that's what I see. And they start something, and then it's gone. So I wonder, now, what happened? I mean, I know right now it's tough times, but it's always tough times. You know, I mean, you know, it's always, yeah, when it comes to to businesses. So that's that's really why um, I ask. I mean, I think even how how does one deal with competition? That seems Mm -hmm. like that would be a question. I mean, is that something that you all address? Because that is that is a component of running a business. Yes, we do. We um, when we're taking the students through the program or the volunteers, 
they actually do get in, introduced to competitive or unfair advantage as mm-hmm. well as existing alternatives. So we want them to understand that there's always going to be something on the market that's similar to what they're creating um, or most of the time. And so we want them to be aware of who is doing that, what it looks like, and then what is the advantage that they can have over the competition. Mm-hmm. Jordan Heron, what has been the most challenging component of your um, business plan that you made? The most challenging component of the business plan was just going in there and just making something unique Mm -hmm. to show why my product is superior to all the other things for energy on the market, because there's a lot of stuff. You can have energy drinks like Gatorade, there's granola bars, which are a fan favorite, yogurts, and of course, PB&Js, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Mm -hmm. But by doing research and help from my peers and teachers, I was able to find an explanation, if you will, about how my product PB&Play can, especially in a wrestling scenario where you want to be clean and maybe you can't refrigerate the yogurt or you just don't like granola bars because a lot of times they don't have a lot of simple sugars it's just a way to find a unique value proposition as it's called (laughs) jordan harlow what are the the pitfalls that young folks folks who are just starting businesses um what were the pitfalls that you would warn them about um, I think with my experience um, with the JAB Entrepreneurial Program mm-hmm. is just taking on too much too quickly. Okay. Um, that's why I think this program is so great because it lays out a foundation um, that isn't too wordy. It's not too much information. It's not super complex because I think that foundation when you're starting a new business is really important um, rather than just kind of rushing into the whole process Um, And then another one I would say is just um, networking. I think um, what's really valuable when you're first starting a business and speaking to students about this is knowing people in your community. So knowing what your community looks like, knowing what the needs are, um, and knowing what people are looking for in that specific market. Okay. Again, before we close, we're almost at the end. Someone listening to this broadcast is very interested. Who do they contact? Who do they reach out to to find out more about it? It may be an entre- it may be a business person who wants to partnership. What what do they do? So I'll I'll tackle that one. Um, We would love you to get involved, whoever that might be. If it's Mm -hmm. a particular student, I would definitely encourage the student to go to their teacher and have that conversation. Um, Students are very savvy, so they can find us on the Internet and take a look at our website. There's also ways to contact us through that. Business partners, I would say contact um, me, Tiffany Guthrie, to talk through that so we can figure out what those goals are and get you connected, whether it's um, you know time, talent, or treasure. Educators, there's tons of them out there. Um, educators can contact Jordan Harlow directly, and she can kind of have that conversation with them. Before we close, Jordan Heron, Would you share what was the most rewarding 
component of being in Anakis. You still are in junior achievement. Most rewarding component of being in the junior achievement program as a whole mm-hmm. was actually making connections and just gaining the knowledge of how to go and speak in front of people, even mm. when it's nerve wracking, or if I really wanted to, helping other people with business plans, just knowing the lean canvas so I can get out there and just feel confident if I ever want to make a different business or continue my own PB and play. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any events, forthcoming events that we need to know about, that the community needs to know about, that um, Junior Achievement North Florida will be participating in or will be offering or doing? Yes, definitely. So um, our big one for the fall semester is the JA Golf Tournament, um, and that will be held September 18th. Um, If you want more information on that, um, you can contact me directly. Um, and where how do they contact you um through email so if you go on to the junior achievement north florida website my contact information is in there under staff okay uh, for for anybody listening my email is j harlow so h-a-r-l-o-w at j-a-n-f-l.org so you can reach me there um, and then in the spring, of course, we're going to have our shark bowl. So um, the date is still tentative. It should be in April or May, but that should be held at the Jim Moran building. And once we have more information on that, we'll be releasing it to the community. So just be on the lookout for that. Okay. Tiffany, Andrew. Hey, Dr. Andrew, Holyfield, if, yes. if I could add also, sure. I, I apologize. for No problem. No problem. Um, if anyone listening would also be interested in volunteering with junior achievement okay. and helping to deliver the content to the classrooms here in the Big Bend region, reach out to Jordan as well mm-hmm. for that information. We are always actively looking for volunteers because our program is uh, free. There is a cost associated with it. Our, our The J North Florida board raises money through various sources, primarily through grants to cover those costs, but it is also the content is delivered majority through volunteers delivering that content to our classrooms. Okay. So we're always in your volunteers. Well, I appreciate you all taking the time to share the information about Junior Achievement. It is time out for this edition of 411 Team. This is Dr. Liz Hollyfield saying much appreciation to my listening audience for your time and ear. Tune in next week, same time, same place, to get the 411 on 411 Team. 411 Team was produced by Dr. Liz Hollyfield. Technical assistance was provided by Evan Rossi. If you would like to participate in the 411 Team or have suggestions for discussion topics, call 850-645-7200. 411 Team archives are available as streaming audio at wfsu.org.